Welcome to the CBS 42 Local War on Breast Cancer, the podcast. I'm Sherry Jackson. CBS 42 is partnering with the UAB Comprehensive Cancer Center throughout Breast Cancer Awareness Month. Breast cancer will claim at least 700 lives in Alabama this year. CBS 42 aired a televised special report called The Local War on Breast Cancer that included detection methods, treatment options, clinical trials, and survivor stories. We've created a podcast from that program, which also included a phone bank staffed with UAB Comprehensive Cancer Center oncologists and nurse practitioners answering calls from the community. You'll hear from one oncologist about the types of calls he took. We now know that breast cancer is a series of different diseases. The majority of people who develop breast cancer do not have a family history. Breast pain, skin changes, fatigue. If you feel something that you've never felt before, you see something that you've never seen before, see a doctor immediately, don't put up. I am a breast cancer survivor, or victor, as I like to say, for 30 years. From a research standpoint, we are advancing faster than ever before. So the treatment, uh, and I think this is really good for women with breast cancer, has gotten much more personal, much more specific. More effective drugs, less toxicity. You can get all of that in a very effective way here at the UAB Comprehensive Cancer Center. Good evening and welcome to a CBS 42 News special report, The Local War on Breast Cancer. I'm Sherry Jackson. Thank you for joining us. Throughout the month of October, CBS 42 has been covering the local war on breast cancer. And tonight, we'll take you to the front line at the UAB Comprehensive Cancer Center to see how they are using research, translational medicine, and a multidisciplinary approach to treating cancer in our area. Our community's biggest weapon is perhaps the UAB Comprehensive Cancer Center itself. Established in 1971 when then-President Richard Nixon declared a national war on cancer. The UAB Comprehensive Cancer Center opened in 1973 as one of eight NCI-designated cancer centers. Dr. Michael Beer became the executive director in 2017. We have cutting-edge research. We bring in about $100 million of uh, NIH-driven federal government monies to the city of, of Birmingham and its surrounding area. And we have uh, multiple disease centers, including a terrific one for breast cancer. We like to think we're, we're, the, we're the place to be if you unfortunately have cancer for the state of Alabama, but potentially even Mississippi, Louisiana, and Arkansas because they don't have a comprehensive cancer center. The UAB Comprehensive Cancer Center's Breast Health Center is the first in Alabama to be certified by the National Accreditation Program for Breast Centers. Well, this year, an estimated 4,000 women in Alabama will be diagnosed with breast cancer, a disease that forms in tissues of the breast, usually the ducts. Breast cancer affects one in eight women and one in 1,000 men. It is often detected through breast self-exam or through mammography. CBS 42 News reporter Britt Moore went to the front line of mammography at UAB's Breast Health Center to see what's new in breast cancer detection. What did you find out? Well, Sherry, I learned it's really not a one-size-fits-all approach to this. In fact, doctors are using new technology to offer more personalized medicine. Carolyn Hargreaves wanted a second opinion. I never really thought of cancer. She came to UAB breast imaging in March for a mammogram and ultrasound. I didn't really realize how 
maybe fast it was, how bad it was. A serial biopsy found not one, but two types of breast cancer. Tim, like it's okay and be strong for everybody, but deep down, my soul was ripped out. Doctors at the UAB Comprehensive Cancer Center are using new advanced methods to detect breast cancer so people like Hargreaves can feel comfortable knowing they're armored with the latest technology. We are moving away from an era where there is one technology for all. Caroline Reich is the medical director for breast imaging at UAB. She says tomosynthesis, also called 3D mammography, is an option for patients with dense breast tissue. The ability to take multiple mammographic images through the breast and it allows us to see through the tissue. Another option on the table and one of the latest in breast imaging is contrast enhanced mammography. If we inject certain chemicals into the bloodstream, some cancers will pick up those um, dyes or contrast agents and become more visible. The UAB Comprehensive Cancer Center is the only place in Birmingham offering this method of detection. Now, Bert, you said that the UAB Comprehensive Cancer Center is the only provider of that particular screening. Is that the only place in location that you can get it done, though? No, several areas throughout the central Alabama, in fact, actually. A UAB has an outpatient center in Leeds, opening an outpatient center in Gardendale. Really, they're hoping to increase access to 3D mammography and breast MRI throughout the community. All right, Britt, thank you. Uh, coming up next, new guidelines for when those at risk for the most aggressive breast cancer should be screened. It's more aggressive, you know, a lot of times it's, it's seen in African-American people and younger patients. What's well, being done to detect triple negative breast cancer sooner rather than later. And welcome back to the CBS 42 Local War on Breast Cancer. You can find our podcast right now on iTunes and on your CBS 42 News app. For years, women have been told to have a baseline mammogram at age 40. But this year, the American College of Radiology and the Society of Breast Imaging made a new recommendation. African-American women should begin getting breast cancer risk assessments at age 30 because of the increased risk for something called triple negative breast cancer. It's more aggressive, you know, a lot of times it's, it's seen in African-American people and younger patients and there's not a lot of treatment, you know, targeted towards it. And uh, even if it's a smaller size, it's, it can, you know, spread, you know, be metastatic on diagnosis. That's why UAB radiologist Dr. Esther Adoji wants African-American women to address the risk early, especially if they know there's a family history of breast cancer. Oh, this can happen, you know, in their late 20s and their early 30s. So my concern would be, you know, are they seeing a physician who's doing a physical exam on them? Are they being educated to be doing their own physical exams? Are they having genetic assessment, you know, looking at family history? You know, just because you're not 40, doesn't mean you don't have breast cancer. The big takeaway for those at increased risk for breast cancer is that mammography alone may not be enough for early detection. We should do something different with supplemental screening, maybe with MRI, maybe with ultrasound, or maybe with even contrast mammography, which we offer here. Breast cancer is the leading cause of cancer-related death among Hispanic women, and even though incidence rates are highest among non-Hispanic white women, cancer death rates are highest in African-American women. Coming up later, Brenda's Brown Buzzum Buddies, how breast cancer survivors are addressing these disparities. But first, beyond detection. CBS 42 news reporter and anchor Jack Royer joins us now with what to expect 
and breast cancer treatment. Jack. And the big question for so many, what happens when I get that life-changing diagnosis? We saw firsthand just how prepared doctors at UAB are to walk you through every step of the process. For the inevitably frightening breast cancer diagnosis, there is comfort and world-class care right in our backyard. It is really important for patients to, when they get a breast cancer diagnosis, to take a deep breath. Dr. Helen Crentiris leads the UAB Breast Health Center, where every step of the process is quite literally down to a science. The breast team is made up of a medical oncologist, a radiation oncologist, and a surgeon. And the reason for that is because most breast cancer these days needs all three of those modalities in order to treat it uh, in the best possible way. That team of doctors is yours after a diagnosis, staying with you until the battle is won. But it's more than medical care that awaits patients here. I really feel like I get a whole lot more than I give. Connie Bowers is a member of the Angel Squad, one of 50 women comforting patients and their families with gifts and support of all kinds, dedicated to making that battle easier to fight. Hope is so important in treating any disease, I think especially with breast cancer, and to know that you've got people that support you and surround you and love you. I feel like these ladies are my sisters. They're not just people I know. Yeah. You know so that's what makes it so special. The Breast Health Center has grown and advanced in its 25-year lifetime, but it's one bottom line that's always driven the UAB model for care. The best time to treat breast cancer is the first time, and so we do everything we can so that the patients don't have to go through this again. In addition to that medical treatment, they have services that you might not think about. Massage therapy for patients and counseling available to patients and their families at every step throughout the process. Uh, coming up a little later on, we'll be talking to these doctors from the UAB Comprehensive Cancer Center. We'll be speaking to them in just a little while. Sherry, back to you. Jack, thank you. Still ahead now, when traditional treatment fails for breast cancer patients, how clinical trials are creating new options for breast cancer therapies. Have to be willing to say, okay, I'm going to try something new that has not been used before. The research and clinical trial drugs being developed at the UAB Comprehensive Cancer Center. Now there is a fascinating new frontier of clinical trial drugs for breast cancer being studied and administered right here in Birmingham. CBS 42 News reporter Conan Gasque joins us now with treatment options that go beyond the standard care. Yeah, we're talking about clinical trials, Sherry. It's a concept that does make a lot of people nervous, but one patient we met proceeded without hesitation, and it's paying off. For Donna Johnson, these halls are like a second home. <laughs> the doctors here, like a second family. Today is an anniversary. I can't believe it's been two years. One many cancer patients don't get to reach. I am so grateful. I just can't even describe it. Johnson has stage four breast cancer. She was diagnosed in 2016. That's when these checkups became a weekly ritual. I was saying, I'm tired of coming every week. That's what I would tell. Today, she's just glad to be here, and she owes that in part to a certain type of treatment. It's been two years today that I've been on this clinical trial, and I'm so grateful. Clinical trials are basically experiments. For many patients, they're the last option. The trials begin in labs where researchers work on discovering new treatments. When they're ready for human testing, patients can try them. So a clinical trial is where we take a patient who meets a certain criteria, we give them specific drugs that we're testing, look at the side effect, look at the responsiveness. A tumor has many receptors. 
Dr. Mansour Saleh directs clinical trials at UAB. He's in charge of phase one trials, the ones being tested on humans for the first time. Uh -huh. In Donna Johnson's case, the trial has helped. It shrunk her tumor by 35 percent. UAB does more than 150 clinical trials, and about 35 of those, Sherry, relate to breast cancer. And kind of what is the best way for people to find out about the clinical trials at UAB? Yeah, it's certainly something they may want to investigate, and if they want to do that, they simply have to call 205-934-0309, and we also have a link right now on our CBS 42 News app. Okay, Conan, thank you. CBS 42 News anchor Jack Royer is live in the call center talking to our expert panel about the calls they're taking. Jack, what are you hearing? Oh, Sherry, we're hearing a lot of phones ringing and a lot of good questions to these very smart doctors who have dedicated their lives to breast cancer. I'm here with a radiation oncologist, Dr. Hunter Boggs from UAB. Tell us what kind of calls you're getting, what kind of questions you're getting from folks tonight. Yeah, sure. So um, I'm getting a lot of calls from patients who have started the breast cancer journey and really just are a little confused about where to go next. Um, when you're diagnosed with breast cancer, there's a, a whole new crew of doctors, a whole new um, set of terms that you learn, um, and it can be very, very overwhelming, especially at first. And so um, just trying to figure out, you know, who's a radiation oncologist, who's a medical oncologist, why am I seeing them, what is the whole purpose of this? And I think that's why it's really important for patients, you know, up front to get as much information they can before they ever start their treatment about what to expect and, and really empowers them. What kind of comfort can you offer somebody who maybe just has been diagnosed or for somebody watching who has a loved one who's just starting their battle with breast cancer? What kind of encouragement would you say for them tonight? Yeah, absolutely. So what I would say is that, you know, breast cancer, especially in the modern era, um, we're catching it earlier and earlier and our prognosis is getting so much better than it used to be, even for more aggressive cancers. And I think it's important that you seek input from medical oncology, radiation oncology, pathology, surgery to really get um, your comprehensive treatment plan. But know that even though it can be a long journey, that for most patients, you know, cure is 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 really you know kind of right there for you. Dr. Boggs, thank you. We'll let you get back to answering phone. There's a, a lot of brain power in this room tonight from UAB. Sherry, back to you. Jack, thank you. An organization called Brenda's Brown Bosom Buddies is on a mission to address breast cancer in the African American community. I met up with a group of survivors in Inslee to see how. To say that I'm a 30-year breast cancer survivor or victor, I think it gives women hope. A roundtable discussion with Brenda's brown bosom buddies. My breast cancer came back 2009. I had my first biopsy at 24. I sat to listen and learn how their stories help women of color who've been diagnosed with breast cancer. This is a journey, and you can have a thousand people around you, but it, it, sometimes it feels as though you're alone. That's why Brenda Hong founded this organization the first time she was diagnosed with breast cancer. I start off by saying it's not a death sentence because I'm a living witness that it isn't. It's why she and her buddies are on a mission to show the newly diagnosed that there's someone who will walk with them on a familiar journey. I found the younger ladies specifically, uh, 20s, late 20s and 30s, they want to touch and feel so they can know what to expect. Mm -hmm. Through events like Sister Strut and community forums, they are connecting women, encouraging them to do breast self-exam and helping them access mammograms. Because people were coming to us saying, 
I know I need a mammogram, but I don't have insurance. Parthenia Jefferson knows mammograms can save lives. She wants women to get involved in trials studying triple negative breast cancer. We have to be willing to be willing participants to participate in the research because they can't do the research on us if we don't participate. And who knows, today's trials could be tomorrow's treatment. Brenda's Brown Bosom Buddies offers free mammograms, transportation to and from breast cancer treatments, and light housekeeping for those recently diagnosed with breast cancer. Stella had tonight for every survivor, there are survivor families who continue to fight in this war against breast cancer. Coming up, a special tribute from CBS 42. I'm Jasmine and I'm part of the CBS 42 Local War on Breast Cancer. I fight in honor of my aunts, Deborah, a two-year survivor, Vernell, a 13-year survivor, and Susie here in the center, a two-year survivor. I'm Kelly Dinkle, and I'm part of the CBS 42 Local War on Breast Cancer. I fight in honor of my mother-in-law, LaDonna Dinkle, who's a 10-year breast cancer survivor and grandmother of five. I'm Corey McGinnis, and I'm part of the CBS 42 Local War on Breast Cancer. I fight in honor of Wanta Kaufman, who's a two-year breast cancer survivor. I'm Chris Brees, and I'm part of the CBS 42 Local War on Breast Cancer. I fight in honor of my grandma, Helene Maggie. She was a 35-year breast cancer survivor after passing away last year at 95 years old. She inspires me to fight and help others. I'm Jordan Highsmith, and I'm part of the CBS 42 Local War on Breast Cancer. I fight in honor of my mom, Denise Highsmith. She's a two-time, 17-year survivor. And you can go to CBS 42 News right now and let us know who you fight for. A special thank you to the team from the UAB Comprehensive Cancer Center who have partnered with CBS 42 for the local war on breast cancer. Thank you for listening to the local war on breast cancer, the podcast. With editor Colin Albee, I'm Sherry Jackson. It's been my pleasure to fight the local war on breast cancer with you.